0: Welcome to Bevington Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. Well, how should we start? Maybe we should start by voting on what our first topic is. Let's take a vote. Maybe we can get an answer within 12 votes.
1: No, there will never be a consensus <laughs> unless we change what we're voting about.
2: Well, I wish we could get an immediate response poll by asking how many people are even paying attention, you know, or care about yes, the Speaker of the you
0: House. Yes, know that we are up to 13 votes for the Speaker of the House with no resolution?
1: Their answer would be, what is the Speaker of the House?
2: <laughs> yeah, in the midst of the panic of, like, you know, the, the the people wanting to convince you that this is a terrible thing, which it's not. It's, they keep saying, you know, um, how horrible it looks and all this. And I would say the vast majority of Americans don't even know what's going on and don't care.
1: Not to mention, this is how it's supposed to look. It's how it's looked m- several times throughout history. I'm more concerned that it's been a 100 years since we've had something like this. That's just <laughs> another example of what, Dad has said all along, the Uniparty, it's a show for a 100 years, they have been able to choose the speaker on the very first ballot. That's more suspicious than anything else. Yeah. Yeah,
0: before we started recording, Kate and I were talking about how we thought it was funny and it could go on forever for Hilarious. Us, and I said, yeah, actually, I'm pretty much fine with Congress doing nothing. Like, they can't get anything done while this is happening, so... And at this point, at Congress, that does nothing is kind of the best kind of Congress we've had in quite a while. Yeah, and, and our government was designed for anything, for it to be hard to actually get anything done.
2: <laughs> yeah, but when you only have one party running the show, the unit party, then it's easy to get things done. I heard JD right. Vance um, say he, you know, he's a newly elected senator from Ohio, and he said he got there, but he's back in Ohio now because they they're on a three week break. In the Senate. Now, I don't know if that occur, happens. It's true in the House, too. But I did hear that while they're pushing, we can't swear anybody in. We can't get anything done until we get the speaker elected. But they don't start session for another two weeks. So,
1: hmm.
2: I mean, maybe we need so to keep just them all there. State real quick, though, that with the changing from the Democrat led House of Representatives to the Republicans, a new speaker needs to be elected. Of course, it was Nancy Pelosi. And in the assumed person from the republicans was it was going to be kevin mccarthy but there is a certain small amount of republicans who know that he i mean he's not a horrible person he does he does some conservative things but he certainly has violated some conservative principles um you know my my kind of rule with him has been anybody that wears a ukrainian flag lapel pin can't be speaker of the house ever and uh he also you know voted to mandate uh, vaccines for young, healthy Americans serving in the military that don't need it, uh, and they get kicked out and lose their careers over it. Um, I, that that person can't be the Republican Speaker of the House. So um, they they want Real something quick, different. Real quick, what if
1: it's not a lapel pin? What if it's like mm-hmm. a pocket square that looks like the Ukrainian That's flag? That's even worse. What about yeah. that?
0: That's even worse.
1: Oh. Well, he did that. <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: Oh. So... So he was going he for a little in a pocket f- square little...
1: that looked like the Ukrainian flag. He was going oh, for a little of sense.
0: If you you might think what well, does it matter if they're the speaker of the house but they are the third in line for the pres- presidency if something were to happen to the president and vice president.
1: But he Chip th- Roy must be specifically telling people that he's not interested because how are none of them getting up and nominating him? He's great. Did
0: you know apparently that you don't have to be sitting in the house to be the correct. speaker of the house? Yeah, correct. Cuz didn't someone nominate Donald Trump? Yes. Yeah,
2: Matt Gates did. Yeah. Which, I don't know that he was serious, but they're just not um, they're just he's not, just not they're just to not, show not giving they just farce. But now the last I saw they were up to 20 people, you know, resisting. They in this um it's Kevin McCarthy, yeah, it's, it's down to like six. 7 the last it I saw. It was 7.
1: It was 7 and then um uh, representative harris um flipped so it's six
0: because apparently he's making concessions i don't know what these concessions are as
1: far as i know the only way that chip roy said that he was ever going to flip is one of his concessions must have been um a single vote to vacate the seat the speaker seat
2: yeah, that was one that uh, Lauren Boebert really, really wanted. It had always been that way prior to Nancy Nancy Pelosi. Any congressperson could bring it up to a vote, uh, on basically a vote of confidence on the Speaker of the House, and it, they would have to do it. And Nancy Pelosi changed that, and they wanted to go back. I heard Lauren, Lauren Boebert saying this is one of her you know, lines in the sand, so to speak. She has to have this in order to vote for him.
1: Yeah, I, I love it. I, I wouldn't care if they – is there a rule how often you're allowed to do that? I wouldn't care if they did it every day. Yeah, because they uh, they this, need to have some I'm accountability. That he's made
0: that concession. Only one House member Correct. needed to file a motion. He's that is made how that concession. it. That
1: is how it was for yeah a couple hundred years.
0: And there's six more. He uh, he said the Freedom Caucus members having, uh, uh, one of the concessions was the Freedom Caucus members having a few seats on the House Rules Committee. That will allow those members to uh, to leverage certain criteria behind voting for bills. That's worded weird. Yeah, because I heard right. I heard yeah, they,
1: Roy say at least three.
2: Yeah, they wanted they want there are certain bills that they want to vote on uh, the Freedom Caucus people, and he yes. won't allow them to ever even come he to did, a vote. One
0: of the concessions, one of the concessions, is they will vote on a bill to set term limits for members of Congress.
1: And and more than anything. There, yes, there are some bills that the members of the Freedom Caucus want to vote on that they won't even put to a vote. And the reason that they won't usually put them to a vote is because they don't want to go on record opposing something that the vast majority of Americans obviously want. So they won't vote on them at all. Right. Well, the Freedom it, Caucus is saying, yeah. well, we want you to go on record and say, I disagree with what America wants. That's, so that's, that's great.
2: Yeah, and here's the thing about that. You got you say, "Well, why would they want to vote on a losing proposition?" Like I can tell you term limits is a losing vote. There it's not going to pass in the House of Representatives. So you'd say, "Well, why would you want to vote on it and make your party look bad like you brought legislation that can't that can't be to passed?" What, to because them. And so the people because it some and some them. Some you know thirty third district in some state somewhere is going to see that their representative voted against right. term limits, and they're going to replace that Republican with a more conservative Republican. And that's one of the Freedom, concessions. That's what the Freedom Caucus wants, and it's what the Rhino the the, the 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 you know the squishes don't want.
1: Also, what will aid in that is one of the concessions I've seen is that they're not going to use like the the coffers, the Republican Party House money uh in primaries. Right. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I don't
0: see that on the list of things. I, that, it was yeah, earlier. I, it was this was I okay.
1: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I so I'm seeing individual votes on each of the twelve appropriation bills and and excluding earmarks from such bills. That's massive. Yeah. Number five is a vote on legislation surrounding border security. Number six was a seventy two hour notice from release of legislation before voting on it. So they actually have time to look through the bills they're voting on, or have their people do it. Number seven is a vote on a balanced budget amendment. Those are the seven that I saw. And now I know article.
1: why Roy voted, because this would be a hamstrung McCarthy speakership. Right. I'm okay.
2: And it's also why you want that single, you know, that single person to say, "Hey, I we need a vote of confidence," because every day you can hold that person's feet to the fire. Um, it turns it, it, out
1: that we actually were super lucky we did not get a red wave. I legitimately believe that at this point because without that thin majority, the Freedom Caucus would not have the pull to do what they're doing right now.
2: Right, that's why uh, McCarthy didn't even negotiate with this right, group back in like, July yeah. when they originally went to him um because he thought there was going to be this red wave and he'd have plenty of votes and he didn't need the free the, these you know these people, these 20 people or whatever. So I will say that here's my biggest concern, though I I I really like and respect um, Victor David Hansen. He's a Stanford professor, Hoover Institute guy, mm-hmm. and I heard him on uh, I think it was with Tucker, and he was saying that they need to go ahead. It was okay to have this couple of days, but go ahead and get McCarthy, you know, voted in as speaker, so that they can get. On with looking into all that's gone on the last couple of years that have just been so utterly destructive to our country. My only problem with that is is what in history or in McCarthy himself tells you that that will happen. It never happens. We never we never get the results from investigations or hold them or hold people accountable, even when we know we get to the truth. And we never do it. So so. So what?
1: I could so only see is if one of the concessions is that Jim Jordan is like the head of the judiciary committee. That should have been one of the concessions. Or or not he and he can't do that I don't think. I mean, he can't make it happen, but he can endorse that and it goes a long way.
2: Yeah, he doesn't get to appoint them, but his, no, but obviously but his, his input say is makes yeah. a
1: difference. So, for him to back him though or say that he'd back him, That should have been that. That would be one of the things that I would want, or at least to say, or at least to say, just like on the rules committee, um, several members of the um, Freedom Caucus to be a part of that as well. I would love to see. I would love to see Thomas Massey uh, on that as well, on on some kind of investigation into, you know, a church commission.
2: Right, and and that is what this this um. I guess roadblock has been all about is that the, the 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 system, the swamp, you know, all this this is just they just want business as usual so that nothing does happen and these these few are just saying look we, we just aren't doing this anymore i mean i know i understand that people come to washington they get, become a part of the system and they start falling in line because this is the way this is just the way it works and we're saying we've reached the point that we have to we have to break we have to destroy we have we this this system that you've operated on where you have everybody knows all the corruption that's going on everybody knows what's happening we run we we put together these, you know, inquiries and commissions and all this stuff, but nothing ever changes. It's going to be so painful, and everybody's people are going to be so upset, and and lives are going to be, you know, upended. But we just have to do it.
1: Uh, we are recording Friday, January sixth. It's five oh eight p.m. and seventeen minutes ago. I see a vote was cast that pretty much guarantees on the now 14th ballot, McCarthy does not have enough votes. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's funny. I can handle
2: McCarthy being the speaker if all of this leads to him being so hamstrung that, you know, he, he's just going to have to carry out the will of these congressmen.
1: I agree, and, and I'm glad that they've worked as hard to get the concessions that they have, and honestly, with what I've heard so far, I would actually be okay with it at this point. But at the same time, they're talking about there being a lot of internal pressure just from the Republican Party and not just the Freedom Caucus for McCarthy to bow out. Um, so, I don't know. How many ballots does it take for McCarthy to bow out?
2: I don't know. Ever? that. That's Well, here's the thing you don't have anybody that's stepping up to run against him or even that's, saying allowing themselves to be drafted to run against him, where when Paul Ryan, this is how he became speaker, against McCarthy, McCarthy bowed out, and they basically, you know, but but Paul Ryan allowed himself to be drafted then into that position as speaker. But the people that, you know, no, no, well, Andy Biggs, I guess, but nobody, I guess, is seriously thinks he can be Speaker of the House. So, other than that, there's nobody that you know is willing to be drafted into the position. So, why should he step aside?
1: Well, the only guy that I know is this um, is Kevin Hearn, who he seems to have embraced it, um, and he certainly. Has a much he has a much better track record than McCarthy. Um, I mean, for for reference, you know how a Conservative Review does their Liberty Score. Hearn is an eighty two percent, and McCarthy. Oh, it typed in Mecca. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin McCarthy is a fifty four. Wow, that's worse than I thought. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of Republicans who are in that high that high F range. Um, It is. They are very picky about the way they do it. If that person has in the 90s or the hundreds, they're legit. Uh, At the same time, I'm also shocked that uh, Nancy Pelosi has a seven. (laughs) How does she even have a seven? There's some people on here that have (laughs) zeros and like twos. How on earth is she a seven?
2: So it's January sixth. Um, oh, yeah, the day democracy almost died. The
1: two years ago.
2: You know, I will say this I keep hearing conservatives talking about this speaker race saying this is the way democracy works. stop being co-opted by using the terms of the left. We're not a democracy.
1: Yeah, this is how this is our how a representative republic, republic operates. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's how it it's always spelled has. out in the constitution that forms us as a republic. Um, yeah, so that's been bothersome, but but we hope that in all this, that one of the things that would happen with the Republican-controlled co- House is that we would have investigations into all of what really happened on January sixth, two you know two years ago today. Um, Ray Epps, of course, and all this. You see the you see the uh, text message that was came out where Ray Epps text his brother-in-law and says, "I'm at the front of the." I'm a, I'm at the front of this pack, and I and I orchestrated it at the Capitol.
1: Yeah, so, I did see that. Did you also uh, hear that Ray Epps' current um, attorney was a FBI agent for nine years? Yeah.
2: Well, I see that um, a guy named Tom Fitton, Fitten, I think, uh, judicial review has they public what do you call it a FOIA request and got. Information about the gun that the is was his name Bird, the Capitol Police officer that shot Ashley Babbitt. Anyways, and and he was kind of pointing out um, the hypocrisy, which is silly because it doesn't mean anything. Um, that it, that there were you know it's bigger than it's a Glock. It's bigger than a ten round magazine. Um, it's it's uh, using hollow point you know ammunition, which most law enforcement doesn't use, and all this, but. It, what? Yeah. That's not so, true. Well, I'm just telling you what what his what he said. Who and said that? Tom Fitton? Yeah. I like him, but that's incorrect. So, anyways, I my thing about this is I I was a little I don't know. Here's my thing I, with Ashley Babbitt. She shouldn't have been shot at that point. There was no reason to legally shoot her. But i'm not sure what she thought was going to happen when she crawled through a broken window and she was and it was the door was barricaded where they clearly didn't want people to go any farther they were trying to stop it and she's being told to stop I, i mean she she has some culpability in her own death and i know that that's an incredibly unpopular thing for me to say but what did you think was going to happen
1: yeah, I mean, I, I've seen family members talk about how she um it was definitely within her they're pretty sure that she was having like a panic attack and was trying to get out of the stairwell because the stairwell was getting really crazy. She actually didn't break that window. Yeah, I know. Uh and uh so she was just trying to crawl out of where she was at that she had also been trying to get she was actually telling trying to tell the police that was in the stairwell who the people were that were causing the, f- the damage. And then when she saw that things were getting really crazy in the stairwell, there was a bunch of tack, you know, tactical looking Capitol right. police coming in. She right. jumped through the window because they, the, and, and, the people that know her said they're certain looking at the video, especially that she was just trying to get out of the stairwell.
2: Mm. You know, what would be helpful is if they would release the 14,000 additional hours of video so they yeah. could get a better idea of what what was going on.
1: Well, no, they don't want to do that because they'll see that, like, in the rest of the Capitol, it was really calm and everyone was just very casually walking through. <laughs> parading. And that they were being, like, waved. Oh, yeah, parading. Parading. And that they were basically just being waved through by Capitol Police.
2: Speaking of January 6th, how about this? Did you guys see where Mike Lindell now questions the legitimacy of Ron DeSantis's Florida gubernatorial election?
0: What?
1: Yes, I did see that. And at the same time, what on earth does that have to do with January 6th? Well, he—I he, he I mean,
2: just in tying it into the, his questioning about the whole 2020 election.
1: Okay. Yeah, uh, I did see him say that. He said that it's just so far off from the norm it's too right. many, like you know, standard deviations. It doesn't make sense.
2: Well, what I I heard him saying, Dade County going for, yeah, that Desantis just wasn't realistic.
1: And yeah. my thought
2: was, you know what? As conservatives, we think we have better ideas, and when you put them into practice, people are going to like it. So why should I be surprised, given in given Desantis's governance? that people like what's going on in Florida, and so they voted for him when maybe in the past they wouldn't have voted for a Republican. Especially Why should I be the surprised Hispanic by that? Population that's what we want vote. to happen.
1: right? Especially the Hispanic population vote. It absolutely makes sense. Look at who they are culturally. They're God-fearing family people, and when they started going after kids, that's where they put their foot down, and they voted for DeSantis. It's not unreasonable. There is, It is way easier to rationalize uh, a flip like that For DeSantis than it is to rationalize that Joe Biden got more votes than any president in history.
2: Yeah, so here's just my quick point on Mike Lindell. He's jumped the shark. Just yeah, when you when you start saying stuff like that, you've jumped the shark. No, he's like he's like, look, look, I go after both sides. I am totally, I I know that's what he's saying. I know it's stupid. I would say this. He is a total Trump apologist, and he's just trying yeah, to it's... damage DeSantis, yeah, because yeah, DeSantis also... is the only threat, you know, that seems to be the most realistic threat to Trump right now.
1: I want DeSantis—DeSantis uh, DeSantis definitely has his own things to focus on right now. I think that—I don't know if there's an advantage for him to announce that he intends to run for president uh, yet. No. Uh, he's He just seems very— um, Just take I mean, the care speech of business, that He gave do your the thing. speech that he gave as his, at his second inauguration. Um, that guy is going to run for president, but he's going to build his popularity not by saying I'm running for president. I'm going to do this, but by being in the national spotlight, an example of being a very good governor. Right. That's going to be his campaign is how well he runs Florida. So that that's what he's going to do for a while. And I think it's going to be a while till he announces, but I cannot wait. I, I'm I agree because if positive you, he's going to, and I cannot wait to vote for him. I absolutely am going to vote for him.
2: The earlier you announce, the longer you have to deflect all of the attacks that come your way. So why, yeah, and why he's why not. He's not
1: going to need to do that. Yeah, why do that? Just continue to be, continue to make Florida. Somehow, f- crazy Florida uh the shining city on the hill.
0: <laughs> I just tried to imagine uh Ron DeSantis as a um, like getting the presidency as a Florida man headline?
1: <laughs> yeah, basically, Florida man <laughs> wins presidential race. Um, did you hear and the th-
0: one underneath it that would say something like Florida man dies in like some the stupidest, most ridiculous thing ever?
1: Well, here's some Um, good news. Real quick, though, before we get too far away from Ashley Babbitt, did you see that her mother was arrested today by D.C. police, by Capitol Police, as she was there for, like, a memorial for the two-year anniversary of her daughter's death? Wow. Why? There's a video of them, like, manhandling her, arresting her there on the street. Don't know. She was probably praying in her head silently. Probably. (laughs) Probably. But yeah, yeah. If you just look up video, if you look at anything that has to do with Ashley Babbitt today, I don't know Twitter, wherever, um, you'll see a video of it. Oh, for everyone, Gestapo is trending. Oh, so that's but Dad probably, was
0: referencing a, a woman who was arrested outside of a pregnancy center or no a pre- Planned Parenthood on the in England. act that is for praying. Oh, okay, yeah, for praying in her head. Okay.
1: They just actually on a public say sidewalk. what they arrested her for. They said what they arrested her for: jaywalking.
2: <laughs> she wasn't walking. She was standing on a public sidewalk.
1: No, this one. She standing. Ashley oh, Babbitt's oh, oh, actually, mother. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. They have oh now goodness. said why they arrested her. They arrested her, not ticketed her, arrested her for jaywalking.
0: I like to see the list of people in American history who have been arrested for jaywalking.
1: Ashley Babbitt's mom. End of list.
2: So, a little good news, um, which can open up a lot of other conversation. But at least it's good news: is that uh, Demar Hamlin, the football player that collapsed Monday night on the field, you know, uh, the last I saw, had regained consciousness. His neurological function seemed to be intact. Um, He wasn't even
0: took out the breathing. Oh, I didn't see that. So I heard that. So
1: and also he's playing Sunday.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> now, what I did find interesting about that I hadn't heard until yesterday was that his heart stopped again when he was at the hospital. Did anybody else hear that?
1: Yeah. Huh. And there was like a conference call that got leaked with a doctor who said it doesn't make sense to be you know, commodio right. cordis it, because it, it happened a second a, time a second without time. an right. event. Right. right. Now, um, I'm
0: I mean, I'm sure they could make an argument that just because like it had been stopped for so long that it was weakened and
1: like so and it volatile, just, it just but, stopped again.
0: Yeah, I don't. He, he, I don't know.
2: I'm not. You know, I will admit when he first dropped on the field, hit, the hit the hit was a was a good solid hit. He took a good blow in the chest, but it's certainly not an uncommon collision on a football field. Hard, hard hits happen on every play at various places around on the field. Um, So he popped right up from it and then went down. Now the Commodio Cordis potentially makes sense. It's an incredibly infinitesimally small window when you have to have that collision where your heart at the phase that it's in for it to happen. But I guess it, it is possible. I'm not going to rule it out, but it did make me think, is he having, because of this hit, did it trigger some kind of, you know, vaccine adverse effect like we've been seeing. Like there's been like in the last year and a half, two years, there's been like over 1,600, 1,700 professional athletes drop on the field of play um, from vaccine, you know, anyway. So, but, so the Cortis, I it's certainly possible, but it's not unreasonable to ask if the vaccine, you know, adverse event is also pot is also an explanation everybody that lost their minds that how could you possibly suggest that it's 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 very reasonable to to suggest that then there was a the story came out the hockey player in 1990 i think it was in 98 he took a, a puck to the chest and he and he got what they said and he went down he was out for 30 seconds on the ice and that's that's what i heard reported 30 he was out for 30 seconds he played two nights later he was in the lineup that was, and that was what they said, that was a Commodio Cordis event. So, DeMar Hamlin is having a very different reaction from that.
1: The list of athletes that have died just dropped dead on the field this year. Uh, it is shocking, and it obviously is, it happened at the, at, at the time when, people had to take the vaccine there's no denying that it's been 2021 and 2022 that it's been happening and we do know that physical activity um is the number one thing they tell you not to do when you start suffering from a case of myocarditis and that you can have myocarditis that is so um that is to such a, a small extent to such a low extent that you don't really detect it right away And then I heard um, Peter McCullough talking about this. And and I think the clip that was played was from before Hamlin had gone down, um, that you can have myocarditis at such a small extent that it's not really detectable. And then there's a release of whatever he said and has to do with physical activity, especially something like a big hit like that. And it could have triggered it. Yeah. Could have triggered a cardiac event.
2: Yeah, this is um, this is something that I find astonishing. I mean, and there's so much more I've heard, and I haven't taken time to look it up and write it down so that I can quote it properly or give the proper references. But there's, you know, a lot of discussion about this. Like I just heard today where um, back in 2016 when they were planning for an event, something like, you know, an infection along the lines of sars covid 19 and all this kind of stuff, that they knew – they absolutely knew clinically that ivermectin was the best thing for it. It's like, okay, when this happens, we're going to use ivermectin. And then it rolled around. And even, um, what's the other one? Hydrochloroquine. Um,
0: oh, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So um, they knew this and that was the clinical plan of action, so to speak. But when this rolled around and happened, then it was like, no, we can't use that stuff. So it's there's so much about this that's so wrong. And but this one is amazing. Every time it's
1: like a every time it's like a campaign that's just launched against whatever that is, and isn't that what everybody immediately going to the commodio cortis? Yeah, it's like, like a yeah, like it was like a plan. Everybody got response. on the talking
2: point immediately to push out the the to push out the conversation about an adverse effect you know event from a vaccine. It
1: seemed like they had thought about that explanation ahead of time, and they're like, "Oh, if it does happen, I know what we're going to call it." This is a
2: headline I saw, which is just astounding because um, we, we hear about a lot of adverse you know, events, but this this is the actual headline. I, I it says millions of COVID vaccine deaths. Hyphen la- Japan launched official investigation. Now, it doesn't talk about millions of deaths occurring in the article, but that's the headline. That's, I wish that someone would explain that. But it says, let me read a little bit of it. It's been recently, anyways, Hiroshima University School of Medicine professor Mastaka Negeo highlighted how the bodies of vaccinated persons he performed autopsies on were abnormally warm, with upwards of 100 degree Fahrenheit body temperatures. That's... So they their, their bodies were warmer than the average body temperature after they died. What? I, yes. 98.6 is a normal body temperature. He said they, they recorded temp- temperatures above 100, up to like 104 degrees, I saw in one article.
1: How long had they been dead? I don't know, but does it...
2: I, I don't know. It it just... It says... um. The first concern was the body temperature of the corpse were, were very high when the police performed the autopsy. I mean, when the, when you perform the autopsy, that's not like five minutes after you die.
0: Yeah, that's strange.
2: He con- but what does that even mean? I don't know. He concluded that the fact that the vaccine causes immune system abnormalities that prompt inflammation throughout the body, which is likely to ca- the cause of the high body temperatures at the time of autopsy. Where's that from? I can find it, but I don't have – I should have written down the link, but I didn't.
1: That's confusing.
2: Here's another one, there, and this is the end of the article. It's a very short article. There's another report in which dermatology professor, uh, expert Professor Shigetashi Sano of the Kochi University School of Medicine discussed discovering spike proteins at the site of skin lesions and other skin problems on patients who were vaccinated. So hmm. I don't know if that means For the next spike-
1: 20 minutes of this show – I'm just going to get a list of Japanese names and have dad read them. (laughs) Hey,
2: (laughs) I'm happy I got through those as well as I did.
1: No, I know. It was hilarious. That's the reason why I want you to just read Japanese names for 20 minutes straight. Here was another hilarious.
2: Here was another weird vaccine thing. And I couldn't find this, but you said and you had a video of people in New York going into a, a vaccine center.
1: Oh, yeah, I don't remember where I saw that, but...
2: It was completely run by Chinese people.
1: It was like a bunch of Chinese nationals at a children's vaccination center, and that's all it was. In New York. Every single worker there was Chinese. What is that In New York City. And it was definitely a video. There were little booths set up, and they were all divided by curtains, and they had numbers on them. And then there was a bunch of people in lab coats and masks. And then there was one official-looking lady there who definitely had a heavy accent but may have been the only one that spoke English, saying you can't be here and rushing them out. There were police officers there, too. But they didn't come in until after. And this group of people rushed into this um, you know, vaccine center for children, just Chinese people working there. That's weird. That's weird. That's real weird. That's real weird. Okay, I know that this is banned. That you're not allowed to do this. Um and that we could be canceled instantly just for even mentioning it. Um Yeah,
0: like we're worried about that.
1: What are the I'm just kidding mainly but kind of serious. Yeah. What are the implications, does anyone know regarding the seeding for the playoffs? because they didn't finish that game. And I know we're not allowed to talk about it because it's insensitive and it's horrible. No, actually. It's horrible to even okay, suggest. Skip. Okay.
0: That, the NFL went, oh, they released like all the details of that. But you're referencing that like right when it. Yeah, actually, what is it? What, what, are, people, what are the details what though? Mad What's about, happening? When skip, when skip Bayless tweeted that was that like they were still on the field. But he even acknowledged. He's like, I wonder what they'll do. Though it seems, like seems insignificant. Yeah, it seems and insignificant. And people were like, you should be fired.
1: I think he was actually making a point that it was it was such a huge thing because this isn't a small game. This is a big deal. It, and yeah, still, it it's insignificant compared to what's going on. If, Up to that anything, point, that was like the game of the year in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I, I, I was pumped for that game, which is why all of us were watching it. And
2: everybody was watching. I mean, you're coming right out of the Rose Bowl into that game. I mean, now I would – I, what would America think if they heard Cassidy yelling to clear the road? The person's dead already.
0: <laughs> that guy was a jewel thief. Yeah, that guy was a jewel
2: time. thief, not a football player that Wait, runs. I think a we did because we
0: turned because we turned the radio on.
2: Yeah, I don't know how old you were. And they yeah, said, yeah, he got hit yeah. running across the road and from a yeah from a, a robbery. What did
1: his uh What did his GoFundMe finally make it up to, Damar Hamlin? He oh, had a his goal was two thousand five hundred dollars for a toy drive, and within millions. the day, maybe twelve hours, maybe less of his injury, it was like four and a half million dollars.
2: It went okay, up like a hundred thousand dollars or so within minutes of his injury.
0: So here's your answer. So they are they so that game is canceled. It's not going to be played. No contest. They're Instead of just record, because they all have one less game, they're going to use win percentage as the decider for the seeding for the AFC playoffs. The owners passed a proposal that would move the AFC championship game to a neutral site if one of the following scenarios occurred. So the home field advantage situation would be um, if scenario one, if Buffalo and Kansas City both win or both tie in week 18, then a Buffalo versus Kansas City championship game would be at a neutral site.
1: So that's if not until it gets to the championship, but I'm talking about did did them not yeah, playing so that seating. game, did them not playing that game mean that Kansas City gets a first round bye? Because whoever uh, gets the first seed gets a first round bye. And that's so not Kansas insignificant.
0: City, Kansas City ha- they have a 0.813 win percentage by virtue of playing the extra game. The Bills have a 0.8 win percentage. And the Bengals are at .733. So, yeah, it's possible if the Bills would have won that game. Yeah, the Bills, if the Bills that.
1: would have won, then they could have had the first round bye, especially if Kansas right. City loses next right. week. Yeah,
0: but aren't the Bills players aren't going to go out there and be arguing that they want to play another game and right now and argue it that they want the bye, he's, I don't think.
1: Right now is when I would be. They're, he's awake and he's talking. Why don't you just push right, the playoff back a week and let's play this game.
0: His it was the first thing he said apparently when he woke up and could verbal, or maybe he even wrote it down, was "Did we win the oh, game?" Oh, it
1: was before he could talk. He asked the yeah. question yeah, in writing. I, yeah, I'm not.
0: I'm, Who won?
2: I wonder if he had at that point any idea how long he had been out and what had been going on. Um, you know, I thought it was. W- Mom said, um, hey, "I I hope he doesn't even consider ever playing again, even if he you know recovers fully and all this." And my thought was, if it is, if it really is, commodio Cortis then I would, why would then you why play wouldn't why wouldn't she play? Because that was so freak. I mean, I'm I'm more concerned about Tua continuing to play than him if it was really no Comodio Cortis.
1: Because behind he's closed doors. He's gonna be out doors, again this week. Because behind closed doors they actually told him that his heart is inflamed.
2: <sighs> yeah, my, that, that I mean, that would be my thing is like if it's not Comodio Cortis if, if he's told he shouldn't play then that, yeah, that if, can't if, that can't be the reason. Because, yeah. like I said, that the, the, the well, hockey player unless, was back in the lineup being, two nights later.
0: And I would say because they've told them he's going to make a full neurological recovery and stuff, the only reason that even if it was commotio, commodio cortis and you might not play again is if, depending on how long you were out, there can be, you if know, brain damage. long-term effects. Well, damage yeah, exactly. to the heart. Yeah, Yeah, and brain yeah, damage yeah, from lack heart of or
1: oxygen so. to the brain for yeah, but he however got, long they did CPR was, for.
2: CPR was almost immediate. You're getting oxygen when you're getting CPR. Your brain is getting oxygen. That's the whole point of it.
1: I feel like yeah. it's, it's less, to keep though. It's to keep it's, blood
2: carrying oxygen to good. the brain.
1: I feel like it's less.
2: He really he really could not have actually, you know, probably other than being have that happen to you in a hospital, he probably couldn't have been in a better place for it to happen. Because they were so prepared and so immediate. That's what they said, because they're right there. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think—why would Columbia University hire a 75-year-old woman who's a multimillionaire, and why would she take that job, Hillary Clinton?
0: What is is the job? Oh.
2: What? Hillary Clinton, Columbia University hired her as some— Head of, like, uh, foreign relations, you know, um, professor, emirants or whatever they, you know, big title at Columbia University. She's 75. She's a multi-multi-millionaire. Why would you take that job? Why would you hire that person for that job? So what's, what's, what's that really about?
0: Global affairs professor, Look and especially why would you hire in that position when her uh, record on that stage is?
1: Hi, I'm Hillary Clinton. Welcome to Benghazi 101. Yeah. I rest. destroyed the country. <laughs> I had
2: Libya's leader assassinated, <laughs> and now they're selling slaves in the town square.
1: So uh, what you do so what is do. you kill the dictator who's who's stabilizing the region so that there's a civil war oh. and then you get Americans killed there that's steps one through three that's it speaking of destabilizing
2: where, where Chad um, Okay, the leader of Chad was just complaining that arms that the US are sending to Ukraine are showing up in Chad and they had have this- the
1: arms been vaccinated <laughs>
2: Military are, are not <laughs> weapons. Oh, 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 okay, oh, weapons. Oh, okay. Weapons. Um, okay. Okay. So weapons. they had <laughs> this like you know terror problem and all this kind of stuff that they had pretty well gotten under control and now it's starting up again because there's weapons coming in that we're supposed to— that are supposed to be in Ukraine they're coming into Chad.
0: Well, that's is just that called that's just Putin called fast. the ceasefire.
1: No, that's no. fast and furious East.
0: So they decided they didn't need him anymore.
1: No, that's
2: called black market which is
0: no i know i'm kidding that putin did call for a ceasefire what is
2: going on oh
0: it was an orthodox christmas yeah yeah.
2: i just wonder what's going you know what's really going on in ukraine that we have so many politicians that want to spend billions and billions and billions of dollars money laundering to to protect us from finding well what about all the okay what about all the uh medical labs that came out that are there just like wuhan where we're funding all this research that's gonna end up wiping all of us out
1: <clears throat> did you Anyways. hear that uh that he's uh what's what's his name Zelensky's pretty much demanding tanks he wants tanks he has well, really requested tanks
2: he wanted abrams and they told him, "You no way." Right? Nobody they told else him, "They told him, Abrams. they told him, you don't have the ability to run them and maintain them. They're too complicated, too complex, and no. And we, we have to send Americans, and we're not doing that. We have send
1: support staff, right?
0: I I need to just I'm looking up a story for your, your Chad story,
1: yeah.
0: and I I need to correct that. I'm seeing that it's the Nigerian president that said oh. that they are coming into the." The area of the Lake Chad Basin okay. countries. Okay. So that's where Chad came from, but yeah. Okay. It's a small issue. Same, yeah. Same, small, same just thing. small discrepancy. Same thing, same yeah. Thing, in, in fact, that makes yeah. more
1: sense because Nigeria has a way bigger terrorism problem than Chad.
2: What about the story of Dana White slapping his wife? Does anybody care about that? His wife does probably. <laughs> he's head the he's Dier- the head she, of UFC. Honestly, Dier- she made like, a public
1: if you can't statement.
0: tell, I have no idea what's going on or anything. Yeah. She
1: made a public statement that um, that it to say that it would be out of character for him would be an understatement. Okay, that there's no way he's ever done that. Yeah, I'm saying- and then there were his own people that worked for him that are actual UFC fighters that said there's no way that's the first time okay. that he's hit her. Right, yeah, his
2: mother. If- his yeah. mother, so in an interview, yeah. said that uh, he slept with his sister-in-law in her house, in her, in, in his mother's house, and his wife on their honeymoon gave him a bl- gave him a black eye so bad that he almost lost his eye. So yeah, this ain't the first time.
1: No, so he yeah, definitely yes. should be fired. I'd fire him. Who can fire him? Well, he does not solely own so, the yeah, UFC. He, did, yeah. Yeah. he actually,
2: the, when he got into UFC, he talked some family, friends in Vegas that had big money into buying and investing in it. Yeah, he
1: was just the face of it. I mean, yeah. he definitely propelled it. He definitely made it what it is now, but he was never the money behind it, and he definitely isn't the sole proprietor of the UFC. So there's, there's a board somewhere that can vote him out.
2: I watched a really interesting uh, interview with a retired, recently retired um, Green, Bill- Green Beret and intelligence guy, Lieutenant Colonel from the Army, Ivan Raiklin, with Tucker Carlson. And it was, he's also a constitutional lawyer. Um, I think he spent about 25 years in the Army and, and, and worked in, as a contractor and everything else. Anyways, um, he was interesting and he said, you know, they they're losing like 50,000 people because of the vaccine mandates are going to be kicked out. Um, plus, you know, and and he said all, you know, they're getting all this. He really despised, I liked him because he despises he loathes Lloyd Austin and Mark Milley. So yeah, he's a good guy. (laughs) Um, but yeah, all the, all the, um, Training on transgender stuff and right wing extremism. He said, you know, the troops are not in on it and people are leaving. You're not recruiting anybody. But on the constitutional side, it was very interesting. He said, nobody, he goes, if I were to ask, you know, Lloyd Austin or Mark Milley, what are you going to do um, when there's a crisis with the 12th Amendment? He goes, they wouldn't know what I was talking about. He goes, how can, you def- how can you protect and defend the, the Constitution when you don't even know what it says? And he said most, most of them don't, and most officer, you know, officer corps, they don't know what it actually says, what it is that they're supposed to defend. So he's a constitutional lawyer. It was really interesting. He said it's unfortunate, but most people don't realize that even state officials, if you understand the Constitution, the states have more power than the federal government and they need to take it back. And he said even they they could change the 2020 election if the state houses would take I don't know uncertify or recall their electors. They have the they have the absolute power to certify the electors that represent them for the, you know, electoral college. So he said they After absolutely the can't sworn yes. in. He said he, he said he said because there was because he said it wasn't a valid swearing. He's not a Mike Pence fan, I can tell you that. Over 90% of Congress was not allowed to participate on the on the proceedings of January 6th and that makes it invalid. That's what this guy who's a you know constitutional lawyer said. So I don't know how true that is but it it was a very interesting Listen. Now I don't think that's going to happen, just like I don't think they're going to do all the things that we want to do as far as congressional investigations either when Kevin McCarthy becomes the speaker. I I I have absolutely no faith that that's going to happen. But I'm just telling you what he said. So you guys made it home okay? You got did you you got your flight? Yes. You, you didn't have yeah, our to spend first the night flight. Was in delayed, Vegas? Like-
0: An hour I thought we were going to, yeah, we didn't think we were going to make it because we landed at, we are supposed to land once the delay was all said and done, like at 5.45 and our flight, our next flight was scheduled to leave at 6. But that ended up getting delayed a little bit. So we just walked right off one plane and into the other one.
2: Well, at least you weren't somewhere like Chicago. Yeah. That's not the worst thing. Where you thing. have to like
0: go, who knows how far you have to go? Yeah, yeah. We just had to like go across like one big room where there was a bunch of gates. Is
1: Las Vegas yeah, not, a big, no, um, not, well, big. not a big airport? It wasn't terrible because you had no,
0: um, terribly Well, not the gates that Spirit flies from. <laughs> oh,
1: that's I true.
0: guess they were all in kind of one big rotunda, but not bad. Rotunda. But that just means we sat in the yeah like one big round room with like a bunch of little gates. It's a rotunda, right?
2: Yeah, but they, they call them concourses in in airports.
0: No, the concourse is bigger than just that one little- You just mean a big round, round space. Yes, a big round yeah. space.
2: Yes, okay. A, big round, a big, space. big round space.
1: Yeah, the boarding <laughs> bubble.
0: <laughs> and this time, we didn't have any medical uh, emergencies on the plane, which we haven't recorded since then. So on the way out, there was a real life, is there a medical professional on the plane situation? And Cole, well, I smacked him because he was kind of falling asleep- and he ended up helping some guy who, I don't Sounded know. like was he was really not in very good sugar, shape. throwing up, sweaty, about to pass out.
2: Well, he couldn't even yeah, communicate to, with Cole when he first started right. trying to talk to him.
0: Correct. And Cole had to they like, lay him down, get him to respond, and try to keep him awake. Because the guy wanted to fall asleep or like pass out, obviously. So, But got him stable. It was great. Good times i've always been, been told they that offered us anything we wanted i've always been told spirit. that sleep
1: is good for you when you're not feeling great should have just let them I go know. to sleep
0: yeah not like that
1: <laughs> it's okay you go to sleep
0: <laughs> what kind of sick
2: now i gotta ask uh i don't mean this to be but they could they offered you anything you wanted on spirit what does that consist of a drink of water yeah. and a peanut
0: no they have stuff it's just all like you can get a a can of Coke for four dollars on Spirit Airlines. Yikes! And they have other, like they have like little snacks and stuff too. But it's all outrageously priced. So apart. what you do
1: is you go and you sit in a completely different seat. Ooh, okay, ooh, and I fake you a sit, medical emergency, and then you fake a medical emergency. And as far as they're concerned, you do not know each other. Then yes. Cole gets up. Now they'll bring you anything you want because you're in rough shape for right, being ill. Right. Cuz the guy got and they bring Yes, Cole, the guy got yeah. orange
0: juice and apple juice and a muffin. Do you think look they
1: charged that. him for that? I bet they charged him for I it. I
0: actually said that when Cole sat and I said, "Do you <laughs> think they charged him for that muffin?"
1: So you try to get a ticket. I don't know how you're going to do it, but you got to get your li- driver's license changed back to your maiden name and you guys do not know they each did other. They look up you, they,
0: and he fills out a form. So yeah. You,
1: you don't know each other and you or or you go with someone like another you know like another family been, yeah. and they have go. the medical emergency and then you yes. guys get all, all get stuff <laughs> I don't know man if,
0: all that for a drink of water I was going to
2: say if I was paying 4 bucks for a soda I would demand a ball game somebody better play a ball game on this <laughs> flight if I'm paying Cole
0: did get up on the on our second flight from Vegas back to Reno it was so hot on that plane I was dying and Cole actually got up and So was went the back guy on the for, first flight yes asked for a bag of ice he asked like if they had ice if we could have like a cup of ice or a bag of ice or something and he came back with like this big barf bag full of ice and i was like this is gonna melt through so i put it in one of our ziploc bags i was like what did you go up there and just tell him your wife was overheating or something and he goes yep
1: no i told him i saved someone's life on the last flight give me ice
0: <laughs> and they so said the free.
1: i'll give you ice for half for a 50 percent discount
0: 50 percent, yeah <laughs>
1: What do they charge for
2: water? Is that what they charge for ice? Frozen I, water. Probably, I
0: think they have little bottles, but I don't know what it. Yeah, no, you, the ice probably is made of water that you don't want to drink.
2: Well, it was Although great. They put it, in it was there. great having you ship guys their here. Water
1: from Tijuana. <laughs> is it, they get there, they specifically have like it's
0: recycled. The ba- Maybe the, it's recycled from the lavatory.
1: The bag that the ice comes in says Montezuma's Revenge on it. Not, <laughs> why would you not want to eat the ice?
2: Not blue water. They, it was great having you guys here, but it definitely felt different yesterday, after you guys the first day of you guys not being here.
0: A lot quieter.
2: Yeah, I don't it know. was it really nice
0: different. to be there for a full like eight. Yeah, I
2: mean, I thought when you guys had been here a couple of days, I thought, wow, this is so different. to so they're not just going home after like two or three days. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good, but I'm sure it felt good to be home and sleep in your own bed.
0: It, yes, our bed is definitely more comfortable. Gee, but.
2: gee, I'm shocked. Whoa,
1: your bed is more comfortable uh, than sleeping on a cheap a trundle, trundle bed mattress? Yeah. I don't believe you. Just a little bit. The memory film. I thought you slept on a bed of nails.
2: You know, I make reference to the, the princess and the pea, and nobody ever knows what I'm talking about. Do you guys I know that? I don't know what
1: you're talking about right now. I've heard I've heard of what you just said, but I don't know what that means. The princess is about sleeping.
2: The princess and the pea is a story about determining whether this woman was really a princess. uh, And they stacked like twenty mattresses and put just a pea underneath the bottom one, and she could feel it because she was a princess.
1: What's the moral (laughs) of the story? You know, I I don't know.
2: I don't remember that. I just remember the princess and the pea. Well, then you don't know either. Well, no, and I know that, that it identifies abs- that your mother <laughs> is, uh, is a real princess because something that minute can bother her.
1: Have you ever <laughs> stacked 20 mattresses before?
2: No, there are plenty of other things to annoy her.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like me. I was going to say there's things.
2: <laughs> I do. I do very minor things and it just seems to really annoy her. So she must be a princess.
1: Well,
0: is that what that means? I think this is going to annoy her. <laughs>
2: yeah, I was going to
1: say,
0: <laughs> I, this I is know. The P. Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, this P might be is more. for podcast. <laughs> this might be more than P. <laughs> a P. P is for podcast. <laughs> Maybe we should
0: stop before you get yourself in more what's, trouble. Uh,
2: what would be the What's the what's that song? There's a song, right?
1: Yeah. It's C is for cookie. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Cookie Monster song. Yeah. 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 P I is just changed cool. it to P is for podcast. Okay.
2: All right. So you think for self for my own preservation, we should go ahead and sign off?
1: Uh, I mean, you do what you want.
2: What else do you have to say? What else oh, do we have, have to talk about?
1: St- oh go no, ahead. we don't have anything else to talk okay. about. Okay, okay. No, so I've right. nothing to talk about. It's the whole probably time. the best. We okay. probably should. Every time that we've run out of topics that, and we start to veer into talking about mom, that's when it's time to quit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking about mom.
2: Turn it off.